0: can you hear that rocky mountain water as it thunder's coming down to wash you away you can't hold back rising tide and you can't stop the change that's rolling down the track you can't stop the change that's rolling down the Welcome to Southpaw's episode 486, Lucky 13. I'm Severn, I'm Coswell. And this episode marks the beginning of the 13th year of this podcast. Ah,
1: <laughs> because the first
0: episode that we sat down, recorded, and released was released on February 29th, 2008. And today is March 4th, 2021. Good yep. gravy. Well, and we're still here, Fuzz. What the hell? We are we are no longer the spring chickens we once were. Nor are we so <laughs> young, nor dumb, nor full of cum as we once were as well.
1: <laughs> I have expelled quite a bit of it over the last 13 years.
0: Yep, but it's just kind of <laughs> funny you, to... Have
1: you? Quite a bit more.
0: Yeah, to realize that. And... we're we're making progress too because you know we're now as a podcast two-thirds vaccinated for covid19 she was gotten both hers and you and i have both gotten our first Yep. and so that's kind of exciting yeah great we both got our vaccinations through cvs and we had to go to their like vaccine finder website which is you know it's like cvs.com covid19 and like there's a website that lets you find like places that have available spots, but you kind of have to have three windows open to find where you want to go to try to get an appointment, because it gives you a list of cities in your state that have appointments, potentially, Yeah, but it doesn't give them on a map, it's just a list of cities. So you need to oh, have huh? the first page open that has a list of cities with available things, the second page open, which is the quote-unquote waiting room where you input the city that you want to go to and then the third page needs to be google maps because well texas is very large and (laughs) where is orange texas you might ask well orange texas is on the southern southeast coast next to louisiana so i wouldn't want to go get a vaccine there because that's you know a six hour drive but thankfully i was able to find one only an hour away, in Alvarado, and it'll have mm. CVS right off 35 down there. Now, you had to go pretty a good bit further, too, though, didn't you? I, though? Yeah, I,
1: I cast my net pretty far because I was like, all the ones around the Dallas area are going to be taken up. So I put in Longview because I was thinking, what other cities do I know of in Texas that are within a reasonable risk? distance i thought longview but i always set the radius of the search to max which is 50 miles yeah in this case and like longview is about two and a half hours away and in this case it returned the town of marshall texas which is about 50 miles east i don't know if it's It's east of longview by about a half an hour so it's about three hours away from here i think this is the marshall the the movie was about years ago there was a film about their high school football team yeah i just remember we are marshall being like oh yeah
0: team, okay
1: team thing yeah um, so I, I could only assume that like that that's basically their their highlight is we have high school football here and mm. not much else you know it's it, it was just a it's size town. There's a you know it's like twenty thousand people, I think, something like that. But yeah, we went to C V S up there. Um, C V S has appeared to have put in a uh, a fairly good process for this. It was it was pretty smooth. We did have a wait, but I mean it was it was on a Saturday in the afternoon, so it, it was it was the time. Um the the lady that was giving us the shots was like you should have seen it yesterday. So I assumed that being a Friday getting like a new batch of doses was like chaotic oh totally but um but yeah they had all their shit well set up
0: i felt pretty lucky because i was able to take the time to go down during the day middle of the week so when yeah. i got there yeah. i was early i signed in and just walked straight up to the gals who were administering the vaccinations and they were just sitting and chatting with each other they go oh someone's here like sent me down give me the stick and like got in Ten minutes before my scheduled time because there's just nobody there yet. So left,
1: like my scheduled time was noon, and it was probably about twelve forty by the time I actually got the shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what was cool though was Tyrion's time was twelve fifteen. So he was right behind me. That was fine. Ajax's time though, like so, I, I registered all these, and unfortunately, the, by the time I got through to him, the only ones that were left were like it was like three fifteen in the afternoon. So. We were all set. Like, Tiernan had actually had me download a couple of movies onto my iPad and was like, if we have to sit in the car for two and a half hours, we w- were willing to do that. We'll watch a movie on the iPad together or, or whatever. But when we got there, we, we told Ajax to go up and talk to the pharmacist and see if there was... Explained that we all came together and see if there was any way that they could go ahead and get him in now. And they were really accommodating. Like, I was actually surprised because I thought it would be like a really regimented thing that they didn't have any control over that. But they totally allowed him to just slide in after Tyrion. So all three of us got our shots and we were able to turn around and go home, which was still like a nine-hour day with stops and food out there and everything like that. But it would have been so much longer and more draining if we had had to wait for him to get a shot after 3 o'clock.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you were able to do so, because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and with you guys, it's it's the whole household.
1: Yeah, which so is fantastic. they we'll all be on the same kind of schedule.
0: On my end, Panther's really not in any of the categories, so he can't yeah. really get it yet. And I got mine. What sucks, though, is that we've been seeing houses. And we got an email from Redfin yesterday being like, hey, so this agent that you toured with on Friday, she tested positive for COVID. And so, like, we get that inf- that that call, like, the same day I get back from getting my first shot. And it's like, oh, oh, God. How does that work? I mean, so it's like, I've already been exposed, but now I've got the vaccine. I'm just going to like half turn into a lizard person. I don't know. So I'm actually scheduled to get a COVID test here tomorrow, but it's just... I don't
1: even know if that'll help because I thought it was like 14 days to actually incubate in your system.
0: The CVS COVID testing was like, have you been exposed within the last 14 days? And when I was like, yeah, also I've got asthma, they're like, all right, you can get an appointment. Because like the website said, oh, you know, supplies are real limited, but the fact that I have been notified that I was exposed potentially... And that I have asthma They were like Get your ass over here And we'll get you in So I get to poke myself In the brain Tomorrow morning uh, For that nonsense But Mm. You know Hopefully Like Panther and I We've been masking up We've been doing everything right Our sense of taste And smell is still intact We can still smell Adam's heinous farts And eat spicy food And be like Mmm it burns So You know We're 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 probably okay But still It's just like One more thing
1: Yeah You've had Shit luck
0: Lately with this uh, house on Yeah like that Friday Was the last group of houses we saw And then we kept yeah. trying to see a few down In south of 20 And mm. like they just kept getting cancelled on, Cancelled cancelled and then Yesterday we were about to walk Out the door to go see a house in the colony And the showing agent Had an emergency come up And wasn't going to be able to d- see us And I was like well alright right, Fuck it I guess we're we're just not going to see That house just write it off we got four lined up for today, August, uh, March 4th. And then we got that email. And it's like, well, actually, I guess we just get to cancel all that too. Yes. But I guess in a way, though, it does work out for the better in sort of the cosmic sense. Because that lady whom we saw on Friday who might have exposed to COVID, by all of our shitting canceled, we didn't inadvertently expose the people that we were seeing the places with. and uh, or- that's... That's a good point Like yeah. it, it sucks And it's frustrating But like Yeah I guess I'm gonna be like Well That's just how it is On this bitch of an earth But also Like it works out Because I might have not Accidentally Spread it to somebody I don't know So Yeah
1: No I can see that That makes sense
0: Like I had gone to the grocery store Prior to this So We will continue to isolate In the house Just like we've been doing mm-hmm. For A year now Because yeah We're we're up on a year Yeah <laughs> oh man and it sucks because you know while we're getting our vaccines here and now they're also the johnson and johnson one got approved for use and now getting broader distribution like our horrible state government continues to try to kill people
1: it's like it's not even that they're not even trying it's like they're actively trying to work against killing this virus
0: you know yeah (laughs) It was incredibly dismaying the other day, like, post-announcement. We went and drove and got drive through at Whataburger prior to getting the email that let us know, oh, by the way. Yeah, we drove by the that big-ass gym at the corner of March and Trinity Mills, and that place was fucking packed. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh. Uh, because, like, they've been limited and closed down and stuff for months, and we, we still have, like, 45,000-something dead people here in, in Texas from this and lots of active cases and like tarrant county is sitting at 92 percent icu utilization and so (laughs) Mm -hmm. shit's still not good here and like everybody's like well i guess it's over and they're going out to sit in restaurants and go to the gym and sweat and breathe on each other heavily and it's like oh my god oh my goodness so like even if we weren't already planning on isolating for a bit now would be the time to isolate if you can yeah
1: yeah Uh, absolutely and i mean the I think I don't know how much Florida has opened up, but I know the governor there is pulling some stupid-ass shenanigans as well. Yeah, and Mississippi, Um, too. Yeah. Although, apparently, I saw a video that someone linked me. Apparently, the Florida governor doesn't control as much uh, of what the states do. It's more at the county level. Yeah. So, if, like, Miami-Dade County decides to be like, no, everyone... Mask, we're shutting shit down, 25% capacity, whatever. Apparently, they can do that. And the governor in Tallahassee can't actually force them to not do that. Um, yeah. At least that's what the video I watched sort of lied to be. If I'm wrong about that, you know, say, Yeah, I guess that's not the case here in Texas. Um, I yeah. think we're. I've seen orga- individual organizations have said we're not changing our mask mandate at which, you know, a private company can do that, you know? And
0: say yeah, like, No
1: shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. You're allowed to do that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully plenty of them do.
0: Well, like Kroger and Costco and Alamo Draft House and plenty of places have like, no, no, we're still going to have mask mandates in our store. But like any actual enforcement, no, nah, it's all toothless. But they're going to be like, Wear a mask to come into the store, please. But unfortunately, here in Texas, we have some dumb shit laws where it's like, you can't do something more restrictive than the state says you can. And, like, I'm pretty sure we also have a law about that, about minimum wage laws or something like that. Like, there's some weird party of small government, big government bullshit that's our horrible state legislature has put into place. And so it's just like...
1: the minimum wage, but I remember that the city of Dallas tried to enact a plastic bag law that we weren't going to have plastic bags anymore, that you had to get paper bags or reusable when you went to the grocery store, and the state government in Austin passed a fucking law that said that individual cities can't make laws like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very... Um,
1: and I can totally see them doing that for the minimum wage. I know one of the Carolinas tried to do that. Uh, one of the Carolinas, one of the big cities, tried to raise their minimum wage to like 8 15 an hour or something like that. This was a few years back, like five years ago or something. And the state government tried to, They, I think they failed, I think it was court-challenged, but I believe they tried to pass the same law that said individual cities can't, have a minimum wage higher than the state or something like that, but I believe it was struck down, but uh, that was a while back. Yeah, that shit's dumb, like, oh, party of small government, state's rights, and uh, uh, yeah, apparently that doesn't extend to uh cities' rights within that state. Whenever they get out of line, a Republican state government... Quick to smack her back into position.
0: In a lot of ways, this is really just Abbott trying to distract from the failures and deaths around the ice storm, where he's like, Oh, look, Mm -hmm. you know, after, Mm -hmm. you know, people are facing thousands of dollars in electricity bills and like the Brazos Electric Cooperative is having to go into bankruptcy, he's like, Well, actually, no, look, uh, uh, look over here. Freedom! Freedom! And it's all distraction. So that's how it is on this bitch of an earth, is, well, and and for all the, we're opening everything up, this is something Shiva put into the chat, where it's like, oh yeah, Texas is fully open, but guided tours of the governor's mansion are suspended for the general public because, quote, It is also the residence of the first family of Texas, and it is not possible to safely provide tours while also adhering to the CDC's health standards. So, like, rules and protection for me, but not for thee, such as the conservative way. Yeah.
1: I mean, it really is. Because, like, there's no way to reasonably follow CDC standards in a fully open Wendy's either. But, you know, fuck the working class. Fuck the poor, I guess. I mean, I don't guess. I know. I mean, that's... They're Republicans. Yep. You know? Just, God damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, there was an interesting sort of side effect, too, because now that we're coming up on a year of lockdown and... They were saying that they were expecting a baby boom during this time because, oh, well, people are home together. They're bored. They're going to fuck. They're going to make kids. Nope. Actually, the uh, birth rate declined like 7% year over year relative to 2019. So it's like the millennials and the, and the Zoomers, they're not having children. And it's like, well, yeah, like who the hell can afford that? And now we're actually seeing hard numbers of, like, what the impact of 2020 is going to be, at least in terms of population growth or population curve, is that, well, there's been a 7% drop. People are banging, mm-hmm. sure. And I know that the the guys up, you know, the Adam and Eve stores in Oklahoma are doing just fine, at least last I knew. But mm-hmm. they're not resulting in kids. So it's – Because we're all queer now. yeah. You know, we're we're all gay, and, you know, it's not even because of the and that vaccine. And
1: destroy the destruction of the species.
0: Finally. Which
1: was, like, the big fear of too many people being gay. But,
0: oh, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what if everybody decided to be gay, and we wouldn't have any more kids? And it's like, well, right things are going, that wouldn't be so bad. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was an article last week where you ended up having Glenn Greenwald or some vaguely right-wing dumb shit. Well, here's one Uh that was like Matt Walsh taking the same thing, and Matt Walsh is a ultra-right-wing dipshit, and the number of kids who identify as LGBT, especially trans and bisexual, has absolutely skyrocketed. If you think this is a natural or organic development, you're deluded. The media, Hollywood, and the school system actively recruit children into the LGBT ranks. And no, actively recruiting, it's like, yeah, you know, next to the U.S. military recruiters, we have the join the gays table. You know, which has the better signing bonus? Which one ends up killing <laughs> for oil in uh, the Middle East? It's not the gays. But yeah, like it was basically a snippet of a study talking about American self identified sexual orientation by generation. And it yeah, starts, that's right. and it, this one actually includes Gen X fuzz. So, you know, they, they didn't erase Gen X this time, it didn't jump from boomers to millennials. Like most everything <laughs> does for some reason. It's like, yeah. it's like traditionalists before 1946, so this is people that are 80-plus years old, they're 0.3% bi, 0.3% gay, 0.2% lesbian, 03 trans, and 0.1% other, and it's like, well, yeah, because if you're that old, you're not going to be an out queer person of any slight sort, or you didn't survive that long. Mm-hmm. Of the boomers, it's like 0.3% bi, 1.2% gay, 0.4% lesbian, 0.2% trans, and it's, again, like... You're talking about people born post-World War II, during the 50s, and the Red Scare, and Boys Beware, and all that nonsense. Like, yeah, like you had yeah. very strong social pressures. Plus, it was also really illegal still. Gen yeah. X, to, 1965 to 80. So, like, you were born in 70-something-fuss? It. Yeah, so you're you're Gen X, and so like 1.8% bi, 1.2% gay, 0.7% lesbian, 0.2% trans, and this is one of those things where it's like, well, in the there was this thing that happened in the late '80s that really kind of thinned out a lot of the gays. Um, mm-hmm. So like you're looking at less than two percent people identifying as bi, like a percent of people that are gay. And again, this is not a historical thing. This is like current. Research that's talking about people alive today in 2021 or 2020 when the data was gathered, probably. So, like, again, this is skewed data. And then now we're finally getting to like my group, which technically I'm a millennial because I was born in '83. So '81 to '96 yeah. is a millennial, apparently. Five percent mm-hmm. bi, two percent gay, point eight percent lesbian, and one point two percent trans. Oh, gee, like the buys—they're exploding. And the gays, Mm -hmm. they're gaining more power and the lesbians not really growing that much, oddly enough. And then the transes, ooh, a full percent more, which (laughs) is not really that large, like, but still significant growth over the people in Gen X who are still alive, who would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm trans in the 80s. And now like the big thing that got every all these right wingers' panties in a twist, we get up to Gen Z, which is ninety seven to two thousand two, you know, pro tip. Now a person born in two thousand two is a legal adult. Eleven point five percent of the polled respondents said that they're by of some flavor with a full 2 for 2.1% gays and 1.4% lesbians and 1.8% trans. Ooh. And people were like, "Oh my god, lesbians are disappearing and they're all becoming trans," which doesn't make any sense because like millennials the previous set was 0.8%, now it went to 1.4%, which is a growth of 75% of relative numbers. And then trans individuals was only a 50% growth overall so it's like that's that doesn't make any sense but they're trying to say that well there's more trans people than there are lesbians well in the sample size yeah but also like you're talking absolute numbers there is a shitload more lesbians and bi people and gay people than there would be trans and trans isn't even a sexuality trans is a gender identity it's a separate axis so lumping trans people in there is kind of
1: yeah, like, like, you could be gay and trans.
0: Yeah, you can be trans and bi. You can be a trans lesbian. You can be a, you know, trans mass gay person. So, like, you even have, like, intersections lumping these together when they're not quite the same in, like, absolute terms, and, like, there's overlap in terms of, like, there are trans people who are bi, gay, or lesbian, and they fit both those categories. And so it's just, like, ugh, there is no nuance. There,
1: yeah and they're they're just trying to scaremonger. They're like, yeah, it's like like they really fucking give a shit about lesbians. They don't. But they put out there like, "Oh my god, trans and bisexuals are erasing lesbians." Like, or if they do care about lesbians, they're the fucking turfy kind in of, you know, mostly in the UK. And just fuck those people. Oh my god. Yeah. Why do they well, that's the
0: thing. Is like these people don't. They're just trying to do more wedges. They really, really want to wedge trans people out of LGBT, and they, you know, bring up these false things. It's like, oh, you know, they're they're turning our young lesbians into transes, which that's not true. That's that's not how that works at all, and. Like, they're trying to, like, oh, no, you're a femme guy? Well, clearly you must be trans, and therefore, you know, you don't count as a gay, you count as a trans. Like, that's not how that works either. And so, like, younger people, their identity is far more squishy because we have room in our society now to explore that and that's a good thing and so like people can explore their identity and the fact that like bisexuals have grown in power so much gone from 5.1 from the millennial gen to 11.5 percent in gen z like wow. you know what's a hundred plus percent growth there and that's just because you know bro jobs that's not gay you're just helping a bro out you know
1: well <laughs> i mean that that's definitely part of it but i kind of thought that it was going to go this way that as time goes by people are going to care less and less about gender and they're just going to be into people and uh, i feel like gen z is just really kind of grasped that with the sudden jump in in bisexuality and it's just like you know, gender's like whatever, man. Like, like gender's gonna be like a fucking um, character customization thing in a video game. You know, just just make up your own. It, it doesn't matter. You know, honestly, people should just present however they want to present, and that doesn't even have to be consistent from day to day. Yeah, and, and it's like whatever. Yeah, well, I don't know. The
0: the big thing too is that it's right wing culture war bullshit. You know. Now that Biden's in charge and he's not being a flashy news filling, like he's not tweeting hot dunks on Netanyahu or, you know, announcing he's drone striking Syria with like a dick pic. He's still, you know, a neoliberal conservative Democrat president who's, you know, he's he's doing some shit. But, like, he's not in the news constantly to fill the airwaves, and instead, the right wing has to be like, oh shit, another thing that happened last week.
1: We have to drum up some outrage.
0: Yeah, let's get outraged about Potato Head, because Hasbro updated their trademark for Mr. Potato Head to just be Potato Head, and then ap was like oh no mr potato head is losing his gender and the right-wing people just got into a froth about it and it was so silly because it is vitally important that this i know that this potato had a penis in theory i know uh-huh. that this potato can have heterosexual potato sex with a mrs potato head and make a baby yeah. potato head because that's how that works when yeah in fact, all they did was just update the trademark that goes on the box, and there are still going to be Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head varieties, but the reasoning was it's kind of dumb to have a Mr. Potato Head brand Mrs. Potato Head. Now it's just Potato Head brand Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, It's literally just it, like, we updated our profile slightly, and people got insanely mad for more than a day on Fox News.
1: So I love the, uh, I think this might have been a screen cap that was on conservatives being owned, or something like that. Where some prominent conservative was, of course, frothing at the mouth over this. And somebody was like, how did you know that Mr. Potato Head was male before this? And of course, the conservative... Responded that he has a mustache that says Mr. Potato Head. And the reply was, So you're saying because of his gender presentation and dated preferred pronoun?
0: <laughs> yeah. And today I retweeted a thing, it's like Tom Norton for Congress from, uh, michigan 03 is like the government cannot take my goya beans my mr potato head my dr seuss books or my ar-15 and it's like oh, that every was am- that was hilarious it's like every um, american conservative is now completely indistinguishable from drill
1: so i saw that tweet and i legit did not know if that was a conservative politician or a liberal one making fun of a conservative politician it
0: sometimes it's sometimes really was, hard to know
1: yeah like so i'm assuming that it was actually a real conservative politicians tweet
0: i'm assuming so i can go look because if they
1: were if they were dragging it uh, i would assume so but like i would see that it'd be like ha ha, ha that's pretty funny he's making fun of conservatives
0: um, and then
1: it would be the oh wait you're serious theme
0: no it <laughs> says uh, candidate michigan Third District, President, MCU, Advocate, Husband and Father, Afghan War Vet, Pro-Life, Anti-Red Flag Laws, Hashtag America First, Hashtag Immigration Moratorium. So no, he's a right-winger. He's a pasty little fascist-looking motherfucker. And he's like, it's all about the virtue signal. The the whole, oh, you know, I care about the beans and the, the Dr. Seuss books and the... Mr. Potato Head, and my guns. It's like, really?
1: It's it's really hilarious. When, like, when leftists put their pronouns in their bio, that's virtually signaling. But when right-wing people destroy their Keurig and start buying Goya beans in bulk, that's not... I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> and the funniest thing, too... I wouldn't say it's funny, because, like, it's always... It's incredibly disingenuous, as always like the whole thing with the dr seuss books is that it's literally the seuss estate deciding that it was going to take some of his earlier works that had racist depictions and descriptions of africans and asian people out of print voluntarily and they're like the right wing is acting like oh they're actually this is cancel culture has come for the cat in the hat it's like Nobody gives a shit about the cat in the hat. I mean, that's just a cat being showing up and being a weirdo and doesn't include, you know, pictures of, like, pitch black pear-shaped Africans with giant rings in their noses carrying a bird or Chinese caricatures of people with the big wooden shoes and the giant robes and the little squinty eyes and Fu Manchu's. Some of Dr. Seuss's earlier works from, like, prior to World War II— were really racist some of the stuff in world war ii was really racist like he yeah. had a pro internment uh, like editorial cartoon that he put out that was like basically saying oh you know japanese and asian peoples in the united states are a fifth column just waiting for the signal and at that point he was in line with the the line of thinking that had power in america but after that like he did do a lot of anti-racist stuff as well so it was like yeah you, you can be a shit-ass individual and then fix your output, and then it's completely valid to say, you know what? I'm not going to put that out anymore. I'm not going to leave yeah. that out there because I don't stand by it anymore. I'm not. I don't want my name on this. And so, like, you end up with this weird sort of like you have this demand of these right wingers that the people that own the printing rights themselves deciding that they don't want to print these anymore or make them available being yelled at by the people demanding that they be forced to continue to print the books that they don't want to print which is just really weird to me yeah like they they try to act like, oh, no, it's the Starbelly sneeches and Horton Hears a Who and the Lorax. But no, it's really not that at all. And it's very right. conveniently always always pictures of the cat in the hat and not the pictures of, you know, an editorial cartoon where he draws some really caricatured black people with a hard R N-word written in it, you know? <sighs> Yeah, it's some real oof stuff, but also it's from, like, 100 years ago. And so that dude's good and dead, and his family's estate trying to curate his public perception is – it's valid. Like, they can be like, yeah, this shit's – it exists, but we don't stand by it, and, you know, it was a product of its time. Um, You know,
1: even Warner Brothers, like, put that note on their old World War II era – cartoons being like you know we don't as a company we don't stand by these depictions these cartoons were a product of their time and they're presented in that historical context because yeah Warner and Disney during World War Two during doing basically government propaganda against people we were literally at war with at the time you know gonna have a very different moral Fiverr than a hundred years later when we're kind of like, ooh, no, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's the same thing with like Disney Plus putting a warning in front of some of the episodes of The Muppet Show because some of the puppets they had were unflattering caricatures of Mexicans or Roma people. And so that's – just like, hey, you know, just so you know, this is like from the 70s and uh, we were a little bit less sensitive 50 years ago. So, you know, keep that in mind, okay? And they act like it's the end of the world. It's like the episodes are still there. You can get Disney Plus and watch all the Muppet shows and just a couple of them will have a little warning, be like, yeah, we we really did an unflatting caricature here 50 years ago. So, sorry. And that's really the extent of it.
1: This is just how people learn. Like the Muppet show – Uh, was super progressive in some ways. And then in other ways, it wasn't. And most of the fucking world wasn't at the
0: time. Because it was literally 50 years ago, I think.
1: Right. And being like, hey, we've learned since. We said shit back then that we wouldn't say today. You know, that's fine. That's valid. But I guess the problem is that by doing so, you have to admit that racism is bad. And the right wing just cannot abide that at all.
0: Yeah, it's silly, ultimately, because, you know, we we have big issues in the world to care about homelessness and access to food and water and healthcare and other stuff. And they're, like, spending their days getting mad on Facebook about, in theory, oh, no, they're going to take my kid's cat in the hat book. No, they're not. Yeah. You just are reacting to react. You have to find some way to feel persecuted. Um, yeah.
1: It also just gets the base rattled, you know. They still think Obama's going to comfort our guns, and it's, like, that's not happening. I mean, I would be totally fine if it did, but that's not happening, you know? But they still keep stoking that fire. Like, the Democrats in Congress right now are trying to pass some gun reform, but it's all shit like closing certain loopholes and having, like, a a registration or something like that. You know the fbi being able to know who owns guns it's not okay you know on may 1st we're going to send out the national guard to come and collect everybody's guns and if they don't give them up voluntarily we'll shoot them you know that's not fucking happening
0: yeah that's not how that would work in this country at all they just have to have something to rile up the base and get grandma scared that you know them darn mexicans are gonna come and take my beans you know and no no we're just trying to not die of covid over here don't mind me god just abbott doing that thing where it's like hey we're actually gonna let people come into the u.s now after we after biden ended a trump policy that kept people on the mexican side of the border for seeking asylum and abbott's like oh you know they're letting in those mexicans with covid as if like we didn't already have a massive problem here in texas so there's just like hey one more thing that abbott is doing to be a terrible person
1: I I forgot about that. That just happened. It's sort of like, really, dude? A handful of Mexicans that may or may not have COVID are fucking drop in an ocean compared to just the complete uncontrolled spread yeah. not only in texas but in the entire country right now
0: i would pretty much guarantee that they're doing more to screen those people than say karen going and getting her Fripple whip macchiato at starbucks is they're like yeah. doing medical checks and making sure that they don't have covid to let them in i mean i would assume it's just just one more thing our terrible shit-ass governor is doing he is up for election next year so hopefully we can yeet that dude off a cliff that would be nice
1: i'm gonna vote against him so hard yeah you know just like i'm hoping beto runs you know i think he would have a good shot uh at the the statewide level he was popular got a shitload of votes for senate yeah um and he and unlike the dnc he actually started to build you know, a network of a ground game here in his home state.
0: Yeah, um, and actually, during the freeze, he uh, was working actually with. Did shit. Yeah, he actually did yeah. shit. He was calling, calling and checking on people, uh, organizing yep. phone banking to make sure that elderly individuals within the state were not freezing to death and affecting that to the best with of his possibility. A lot
1: of different. Organizations. He was traveling around. I mean, you know,
0: he was kind of doing the same line of stuff as AOC.
1: I was going to say, "Beto and and AOC did more for the state of Texas doing that than either of our two official senators." Yeah, you know, Cornyn and Cruz did not lift a fucking finger. You know, and the the only reason. Cornyn had the good sense not to run off to Cancun in the middle of it, is that he's literally just smarter than Ted Cruz. He's an actual politician, and he knows that that is a bad op. He doesn't care about people, but he knows that that's a bad look. And Cruz is just a complete buff and just a piece of shit. And doesn't care either way. I don't fucking know how that asshole
0: keeps getting re-elected. Gerrymandering but. and just people that habitually vote are
1: it's it's not gerrymandering on a, on a Senate election because it's statewide that affects the congressional reps it's it's really a lot of the voter suppression tactics which in 2020 man Republicans pulled out all the fucking stops to keep the state out of Biden's hands
0: like all the nonsense about like oh you can only have one dropbox per county. And yeah, like, there's yeah. counties that have two thousand people in Texas, and then there's counties like Dallas, which have two point six million people. And, and
1: Houston has how many? Houston's even bigger. I don't remember. Um, um uh, it's like three or four million, I thought, or maybe more. Uh, I don't know. It was a lot of people, and majority African American, and they had one drop off for for the uh, for the ballots.
0: Now, what's unfortunate is that there's Houston County, but I think it's Travis. It's Harris County, which has Houston. It's
1: Harris County. It's the city of Houston. I don't yeah. even know where Houston County is.
0: Harris I County. I mean, they're all named
1: after Sam Houston, so it could be on the other side of the state, for all I know.
0: Yeah, Harris County has four point seven million people in it. Yeah, I mean, it's a big county, but yeah, 4.7 million, one Dropbox because. Abbott really did his best To suppress the vote
1: Yeah,
0: Republicans are doing that all over the country And boy howdy That's going to be the big fight in the next bit Is uh, getting voting right laws passed That are helpful And not actually actively suppressing the vote That is going to be an ongoing concern For the next bit <sighs> So yeah. now now, Fuzz We've really got to talk about the important shit The oh. real the real shit mm-hmm. Space Jam 2
1: Oh god
0: right yep yeah space jam 2 holy crap two lolas (laughs) you know it's it's that two cakes meme the casual oh this lola is different than the other lola the true lola fan holy crap two of them and so apparently it's gonna be cg they've released like four stills total and two of them have lola in them and people are like oh my god she's different it's like well space jam came out uh 25 years ago in 1996 which, the original website is still up, uh, last I knew. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's gonna be more fan art. And quote-unquote, fan art.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: it's like, as people are noting, it's like, there are hundreds of friendly furries who are willing to draw you fan art of Lola Bunny with the biggest of hunker you've ever seen, for a modest fee, I might add. It's like, do you want to have a Lola who's almost as wide as she is tall with tits to match? You can get that in the furry fandom. Um... <laughs> And like Sam Picos has already taken a swing at it. Um, another artist I follow named Sirach has mm. done a version. Uh, they did a lot. They they got their start doing Zootopia stuff, and so it's like, eh, hey, you know, cartoon R thirty four stuff.
1: Um, yeah, sort of like this is this is not
0: any different. <laughs> it's really not, and so it's like, all right, well, I'm just like, hey, there's going to be a fresh uh, amount of Rule thirty four of Lola Bunny, and that's that sounds I'm, good to I'm me. Good
1: with that. And yeah it's
0: also extremely funny because it's been trending on twitter today and you have you know the the people being like oh her tits aren't as big this is terrible but then also there's like just normies are like hey look she may be a cartoon rabbit but i'd hit that and it's like yeah. some sports dude or guy in his car with sunglasses being like i may be a red-blooded conservative but i'd fuck that rabbit <sighs> yeah and i'm like we can agree
1: <laughs> yeah it's it, which it's so so weird to me how people well at least back in the day always like shit on furries but at the same time they're like made marion was my sexual awakening and it's kind of like what <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> like but, why are there uh, so many furries and it's like made marion and nala and in- crystal crystal and like 96 lola bunny and sawyer from cast out dance and insert mm-hmm. insert all these other characters like Dixie oh, from the, uh, the
1: sexy dancing mouse from great mouse detective
0: yeah miss L- literal
1: miss... strip tease <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah why are there so many furries or at least people that are like no that's hot dude Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: i much rather see lola bunny trending and people taking that excuse to bust out their fan art and our rule 34 rather than Mm -hmm. seeing things like politics trending carl rove you know or it's like donald trump somehow got himself in the news fuck him shut up i want to talk about (laughs) rabbit tits
1: yeah yeah (laughs) rabbit tits definitely better than trump Every
0: time. Retweeted a thing. It's like, original concept art for Lola Bunny didn't have huge bazongas. Anyone complaining about her chest size is a fake fan. This is my hill. And, like, they pulled out, like, an art book from that time with the, uh, like, Mm -hmm. design doc where she doesn't have big hips, but she's got them long legs. So,
1: Um, I've explained this origin story on the show before. Do you remember the story behind this? About what? Behind Lola Bunny's redesign from concept to space jam no coming out okay so the original concept design is that like you said she's fairly flat-chested she's basically just girl bugs and like we often do in cartoons how do you know she's a girl she has a bow or you know some feminizing trait like she has her ears back
0: in like a ponytail in a weird way
1: right like her body style was very similar and it was, I believe, McDonald's was doing the media tie-in with uh, Warner Brothers on this. And they saw the concept art of the new characters, and they're like, she she looks like a boy, is basically what they said. We can't have people thinking that that, that she's a boy and that, that Bugs is gay. You have to make her more obviously feminine. So it was really McDonald's. Was, if Lola's boobs were being controlled by a dial, that you were turning, you would just keep turning it more and more while looking at the audience going, huh? Huh? Anyway, that was basically McDonald's as far as like how curvy she became. And I know she's not as curvy as like the fan art showed her and stuff like that, but that's why she ended up being significantly more curvy both in the boobs, and butt areas um, was because McDonald's wanted her more very obviously a girl bunny.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, you know, in the 2011 Looney Tunes show cartoon that, like, Bugs was pretty much gay married to Daffy.
1: Yeah, but in that, Lola looks a lot more like her original concept art. I I don't really like that they completely changed her personality, because I didn't really think there was anything wrong with her personality in Space Jam. Like, she still pushes the guys around tells her tells them not to fuck with her right like she doesn't take any shit i think people forget that you know she's not portrayed as a bimbo character so like the 2011 version is almost a step back where she's more of an airhead but she has the more original character design
0: yeah i mean
1: you know like i think i think you or someone else said that it looks like the new design is sort of like a combination of
0: the two character designs hell yes sampikos is posting more of their version of lola Ha <laughs> nice. Cla- small tits wide hips is god tier. it's a good take and you <laughs> should say it I, like i saw the design and i'm like hot damn i can't wait for sampikos to take a crack at this and lo they did i am always glad to see their sketches on patreon but they also post that stuff to tw- to their Twitter accounts, So if you would like to see some new version Lola, well, there you go. Twitter.com. At <laughs> XXX.
1: That's our one cool thing.
0: For, yeah, our uh, one cool thing is that, hey, this artist that we like is reliable in that, like, oh, look, a character that super fits their aesthetic that they draw all the time. And there you go. All I'm going to say is that, hey, it's Space Jam. It's going to result in a lot of fan art. I might not see the movie, but I sure will see those rabbits' tits. And that's Oh, I'll cool. totally
1: see that. I mean, she still looks cute. Oh.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see how it translates to CG. Because, like, there's illustrations yeah. where it's like it's a 2D version of her. But then there's also, like, the CG of Bugs where it looks like he's got kind of the Zootopia treatment. And he has like that kind of fuzzy look and it's like, huh. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Like I don't even know when it's coming out. Like later this year? Next year? Uh.
1: It's honestly it's been a rumor for like the last twenty years, so I, I actually still didn't know until this um discourse started that it was uh it was coming out again, or there was gonna be a new one. Uh, oh wait. July sixteenth of this year. Okay called space jam a new legacy oh it's going to be theatrically and on hbo max which i don't have so i'll I'll have to wait whatever amount of time until i can get it on itunes or something
0: like i'm sure
1: james said bugs bunny
0: yeah we don't have to wait for the rule 34 to come out so you know there's that
1: I also saw a tweet that said that Porky Pig's design has been updated as well. The, the tip of his cock will no longer be visible below his shorts.
0: And Bugs Bunny's massive hog has been reduced. Yes. You know, he's no longer, like, having to worry about his third leg. We're, we're just mm-hmm. reducing everything down, you know. Bugs Bunny yeah. has yeah. a cock that's thicker than his leg, and, you know, they can't show that. <laughs> Why can't these cartoons be so sexy, Fuzz? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you see that music video? It's yeah. Like to the other guys think, like, "Well, why do they think these animals?" It's like it's true. It's, it's like you know, they, that's the only difference between furries and normies is furries leaned into that.
0: <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, we we can f- consider the the forms a- appealing as well as the personalities. Ooh, it's like mm-hmm. I can feel the love tonight. Hmm. <laughs> I mean whomst among us did not watch that scene as a young sexually blossoming human and being like oh damn that look
1: i'm like those are totally fuck me eyes you know <laughs> there's a reason
0: the lion king fandom called null the hottest thing in four legs i mean shit that was that's that's reaching back 20 years mm-hmm. get to feel old yeah. again because that was like 95 haha <laughs> <sighs> Oh, man, we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of The Lion King in a couple more years. Yep, and Disney will release it from its vault for five hours and then delete it from the server forever. <laughs> hey, at least, you know, when Disney pulls stuff out of the vault, it sticks around a little longer than, say, like, some of these Nintendo games are like, Hey we did this three pack of games for sixty bucks and also they get removed from the server on the March thirty first and also this cool like weird Mario Battle Royale like we put an end date on it for whatever reason. It also ends on the thirty
1: first.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's weird. But Anyways, so we've I think we've hit all of the major topics that we wanted to hit. We're at like an hour on the raw, and you know, we made sure to save the most important thing for last and that is to say Looney Tunes genitals. Of course. So, this is uh this is where we're at nowadays. You know, hopefully she will be able to join us sometime soon. She was doing some Fiesta business. You got digital fiesta in mm-hmm. three weeks holy shit still doing like prep on my end for that we're gonna be doing some phantasmophobia we're gonna be doing some valheim we'll probably have people do some among us we'll have people doing smash brothers and various gaming uh, lobbies for people to see on stream at twitch.tv slash furry fiesta gaming we've got our minecraft world set up we've got our second life world set up we've got people trying to slap together some stuff for vr chat even so like lots of activity going in on like my side of things Mm -hmm. um but it'll be cool like uh, you can wander around in a like regular scale version of the hyatt in minecraft right now the twitter account posted some pictures Earlier tonight and yeah, they sure recreated at least the main atrium section, like the con space in Minecraft, which is pretty cool to see. It's Mm -hmm. like (laughs) you have to climb the ladder to go up to the nineteenth floor and then you can go to the party rooms and have Minecraft parties. No, I don't know about that, but like they've recreated the con space (laughs) to a one-to-one scale, and that's pretty neat. As one to one as you can do by like meet one meter by one meter blocks. But still. It's exciting. It's nice to see stuff coming together and so like that's kind of like the big work going on like i've talked to people about doing panels and like we need to get that scheduled but like i'm looking forward to basically tapping a bunch of people i know that are reliable content creators to come in and do some cool shit for us if it's just like a panel or two but mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's content, baby.
1: Cool. Oh, um. quick question. So, how does Minecraft work? Like, can you visit the Minecraft world without downloading and installing software? Or is it something that you have to download and run on your computer?
0: Uh, you have to own Minecraft to do it. So, like, you have oh, to okay. buy the game and it's like $30. Oh, So, it's one of those things where the established people are going to have that and it's like any bonus for people that play Minecraft, but like things like second life or VRChat are free and therefore a lot more accessible for individuals. But I'm sure that there'll be people like I'll probably, I'll log in and stream for the Minecraft world at some point, I'm sure. And to like really get eyes on it, like in a quote live environment.
1: Right. Cool. Um, I think I'm rich. Oh, I, I need to look into if I got to pay or not. Um, so I registered as a dealer. I know the con itself is free, but I think there's like a twenty dollar thing for dealers. I need to see if uh oh, if I hope I haven't missed the payment date on that. <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to worry about a convention. So, you know. I will look into that. Find me at forplanet dot com. That's that's my plug anything else saver
0: nope so yeah follow i wouldn't say risto follow me on twitter because like i'm very grumpy butt right now but you know you can find me posting about stuff at saverndrake twitch.tv slash follow slash free fiesta gaming on twitch because that's going to be the stream where we run a lot of our stuff during free fiesta beyond that hopefully i will have not caught the rona and will not die drowning in my own blood uh, that would suck. That'd be a real bummer to make it this far and be like, "Well, you got the Rona. Oh, sorry, you got, yeah. you got the bad lung." So, yeah, that uh,
1: that would not be good.
0: Well, I'll be keeping people because I'm going and getting a COVID test tomorrow, and then I'll get the data back in like a day or two. So we'll just hunker cool. down here like we've been. Yep. That would be a hunkering down. It'd be a real ignoble end. It's like, oh, what happened? It's like, well, they made it this way, but then they were like looking at houses and their fucking realtor gave them the coronavirus. That would be yeah. a real stupid end. Oh. Anyway, so hey, <laughs> on that uh, note, good night. <laughs> uh, and uh,
1: don't get the Rona.
0: And yeah, wear a fucking mask, please. God damn.